Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Shark Dropper Studios presents to you Top 5. Uh, welcome to Top 5. Uh, my name is uh, Jose, or some people call me JJ. I also have here... <laughs> Let's go ahead and say your name. <laughs> I thought you were going to introduce me. <laughs> you, can, you can introduce yourself. All right. It's Robert. Robert. Lamb. The best best Top 5 introduction hey, so far. I, I thought you were for sure going to introduce yeah, me. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm JJ. Just, just JJ, like pink, you know? Just is that what you're gonna go with on? Because I know on like Dop Love and It Hurt, like you voice a character on that. We we do. Oh, they Jose. do say my whole name, don't say, they? Yeah, say your oh, whole fuck. name. All right, Jose Caraballo, I guess. I yeah, thought it was Caraballo. It's well, it's Caraballo if you want to get all Spanish here. Caraballo. Okay. So anyway, who cares about that? Anyway, this is top five. Welcome to top five. We are doing. What are we doing today, Robert? Ooh, we're doing uh, top five. E3 conspiracies. Conspiracies. (laughs) (laughs) What was a conspiracy on the E3 floor? No, no. Uh, We're doing top five E3 announcements. Yeah. I guess that's the best way you put it. For 2016. For Not not overall E3 announcements. Although we could do that sometime, like, because there's some boring ones. Come on, man. Man, that's a lot of thought. That is a lot of thought. (laughs) But right now, we're just going to do 2016 because E3 just happened. Although this episode, I think, is coming out. Maybe two weeks later, but still, it's still and relatively. We new. should probably do this just in case, like we ever get you know a phone call from E3. We're like, hey, you know, we heard your podcast. You know, you want to come out and check it out next year? It's not going to happen. They're huge but... fans of Shark Chopper. Yeah, as yeah. I, as E3. I know. E3 is just a you know <laughs> E3. You know, just E3. E3 is a huge fan of Shark Chopper. Yep, they are. Yep. All of all of them. I talked to them last uh, last Saturday. All great. three of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, anyway, yeah, we're doing top five E3 uh, announcements. Should we say what E3 stands for in case you don't know? Electronics Entertainment Expo. Nice. Which I thought E3 is E3 just video games. Uh, I think don't they make some? No, I guess it isn't there. What What's the thingy that comes out? That's a consumer electronics show. Never mind. But I thought they they do like watches, like and laptops and yeah that's different but i was talking about like like when do they do like the movie they do some like nerdy is that just comic-con like where they do like nerdy kind of announcements for like superhero movies and big budget 
like uh, big blockbusters. I mean, I guess it's just Comic Con. I guess they do the one in San Diego, which is like the biggest one, and that's kind of where they re- that's that's where they do everything. I guess I just I thought I saw like an announcement for like a movie, but it might have been tied to a video game somehow. I don't I don't know. I know it's mostly it's just mostly video games for for what I know. Okay, E three so. Yeah, right. I mean, that's basically what we're going to talk about is top five. Yes, and it, uh, it's a subject near and dear to our hearts because we are huge video game fans. Well, yeah. I know Robert is. He owns every system ever. Yeah, although um, I don't play games as much as I used to. I used to be way more excited about it, but... Same here. Every once in a while, I jump We're getting something. old. I know, that's what it, it happens is. happens with age, right? No, but you got like people that play video games in, you know, in their 40s. Are we going to be those old people like, I don't know how to use this newfangled technology? Well, I think video games now, penis. well, soon it's going to be the VR. Like, VR is oh. like a huge thing, whoa, which whoa, we'll whoa. probably talk don't. about. I know. You're spoiling it already. I know. I'm just saying virtual reality. <laughs> it's going to be something. What's so. that? Anyway. Uh, you'll see. All right. Uh, let's start with our number five. Robert, what is your number five? All right, well, a lot of my E3 announcements that are going to be in my top five, or even like as honorable mentions, a lot of them are just like video game announcements because I do, I, I like the overall content usually. Um, you know, they do other announcements, like whether it's like online connectivity or like, uh, you know, video game system announcements, updates, all that kind of stuff. But a lot of mine are just video game related, like just what's the new games coming out. Okay. And uh, my number five is one of these new games. And it's the new God of War. Nice. Now, okay. I'm not, I'm not a huge like a diehard God of War fan, but I I did play the first two. I played, I almost beat the third one. I think I stopped for some reason. I did like it though, and then I played them on the PSP and uh, was it PSP? Yeah, PSP. And like mm-hmm. I I I mean they're just fun fighting games. Um, or not really a fighting game, but like you know what. What what would you call that game? Action adventure um, kind of. Uh, I don't know. It's like it's basically you play as Kratos. A lot of people are going to know what God of War is, but you play as Kratos and he's this role guy play. Who, you role play as Kratos. No, is it not. a role play? It's a role playing <laughs> game. You role play as Kratos. You play yourself in this game playing Kratos. <laughs> so, all right, so I'm sorry. No, nah, you're you're basically you're this character and you you do these fighting. It's kind of like Devil May Cry or um, Heavenly Sword, like those kind of fighting games. Um, and basically, you go from like level to level, and you're fighting like gods. It's like it's Greek mythology, but the new one is going to take place in Norse mythology, which I'm assuming because he killed all of the main gods in the the first three. That now it's taking place in Norse mythology, which is kind of cool. Okay, so um, um, it's supposed to be more of a backstory, right? I I don't know because you're I playing s- an older grizzled Kratos. Yeah, you have um. Well, I, I don't know if it's well. I saw that you have a son, and you're trying to teach your son, and it's not. You don't have the normal swords that you usually have. You have an axe, um, and all that. But you're probably still gonna have the epic the epic fights. I I remember my first God of War game was actually God of War three because I never had a PS two. So I never right. played any PS2 games, sadly. Right. Except for Kingdom Hearts, which was amazing. And God of War 3, when I first played it, and you're on Mount Olympus, mm-hmm. and you're fighting with the Titans, they're climbing up. Oh, man. Yeah, it was epic. There's nothing more epic to a start in a video game than that. Yeah. And I instantly fell in love, and, and I saw this, and I said, okay, you know, oh, why yeah. not? And the the thing I like about it is John, who's a member of Shark Dropper and has been on Top 5 before, me and him were talking about it, and he actually made kind of like a reference to The Last of Us. He said there's a lot of similarities to that because 
you're kind of walking around with your son and you're showing him the ways of fighting. And that's kind of how The Last of Us was with like Joel and Ellie. So it kind of it kind of has that feel. The graphics look amazing. The fighting looks amazing. And you don't have your swords like the old God of War games, but you have an axe. It's still kind of like that same kind of feeling. So it's it looks like it's going to be really story driven and uh they're going to take some chances and do some new things. So I'm looking forward to that. Awesome. Well, that sounds great. I can't wait for it as well. Yeah. Um okay. My top five, which I had to narrow it down from 20. <laughs> yeah, 20 to I built a list of 20 that I thought were mentionable, and then I had to narrow it down from there. It was very tough. Mm. Um, my top five is, I don't know if you've heard of it, Steep. No. No. Okay. So it's an open world extreme sports type game. Hmm. Um, it takes place in an open world mountain range, and you do like snowboarding. You Hiking. have... Um, What's that? Is it just snowboarding or biking and um, all that kind well, of stuff? it's in the, it's in the mountains, so you, you have snowboarding. You have a when well, you know those like wings, those like squirrel wings that people put uh, on. Yeah, the, what's that? What's that called? I forget what it's called. Be that I know what you're talking about uh, yeah. the, you could parachute down. Um, you can ski. You have like all all these things you do, but the thing is, it's, it's open world. So anybody can join in at any point, and since it's such a huge mountain, mm-hmm. you can just see people flying above you while you're just trying to beat like some snowboarding track. You know, right. um, you could just join people's race, or you could record what you've done. Mm-hmm. So anything that you like, if you jumped off a certain part of the mountain that's like extremely hard, you can record it and challenge your friends to do it at the same time. Um, it's it looks it looks pretty epic, you know, and it's. I like it because it's a new direction in these type of games. And I've always liked open world style games. It's kind of interesting if like you're just doing these sports, you know, type of activities and you're not necessarily going around trying to kill somebody. <laughs> like there's yeah. a lot of MMOs where you're trying to just do that. But I mean, in the way it looks, it looks like you get just get talk to people too. So you can like, you know, talk to people who are in this game. You could, you know, just like interact what part of the world you're from and all that and right. make friends and do all kinds of cool stuff, and it, awesome. it seems it seems amazing. The graphics are are great. Of course, it was like you know pre rendered, right? You know what what we saw, but I mean, I'm sure it'll look good. I will have to look that up. Yeah, because I, I didn't I didn't see anything on that. Check it out if you haven't seen it. Steep. Uh, it's spelled with two e's. S T E E P. Cool. Um, looks amazing. All right. Sweet. So does that mean I have number four? You you do have number four, if I can count correctly. All righty. Uh, my number four is a game that no one really knows anything about. It's Kojima's Death Stranding, I think is what it's Death called. Death Stranding, it's, yes. It's the new game by Hideo Kojima, who created... Um, Konami? Ko- yeah, he, he did... Uh, and then it was... The Silent Hills. Konami. Oh, well, well, wasn't he behind Silent Hills Silent and it Hills. got canceled? Yes. And he was supposed to do that with Daryl Dixon himself, uh, Norman Reedus. And Norman Reedus was going to be um, the main character in Silent Hills. That fell through. Silent Hills got canceled. There's a big falling out. Now this game got announced. They showed a trailer for it. It's very futuristic, sci-fi-ish. And... Um, you just see like uh like Norman Reedus whatever character he's playing he's just laying on a beach and it's like a like black sand it's just a trailer and uh he's like kind of like hooked up to this baby or there's well, a baby like, on the ground he's like holding a baby and 
Then the baby disappears, and all of a sudden he has like handprints on him. He has, and his hands are full of tar. He kind of sees like baby steps. And then there's like dead whales and dead fish all around him, and he's on a beach. And there's like these five guys floating. It's just really weird. I don't know if it's supposed to be a horror game. I don't know if it's just a futuristic kind of like because wasn't he behind like Metal Gear Solid and stuff like back yeah. in the day? So like I don't know if it's gonna be like that. He's kind of like naked on the beach. It kind of reminds me of, like the Daisy kind of setting. Mm-hmm. Like maybe maybe it's open world sort of horror style game. It would be cool if it was horror because Silent Hills was looking so promising, and then the fact that it got canceled, like a lot of people were upset because it's been a long time for a good Silent Hill yeah. game. But the thing is, it's just an announcement. We know nothing. Right? Yeah, you know nothing. It was just a trailer, but it looked really cool. And I'm, you know, a lot of people have faith in Kojima. Like, he came out, people were clapping, like, just oh, yeah. and stuff. I mean, he came out and, like, you know, people were excited. And he just shows this trailer, you know, nothing about what's going on. But just, it looks it looks interesting, to say the least. So Definitely, I will check it out. Um, I'm not a huge fan of horror games myself. See, I love them. I mean, we do horror play on the Shark yeah. Dropper Network, so... I'm always playing them, and we were looking forward to Silent Hills. We played PT, and then when it got canceled and they pulled PT, it kind of sucks. All right, Death Stranding. Check that out. Um, I guess on to my number four. Okay, this is... I'm I'm super excited about one thing, and it's virtual reality. Mm -hmm. Um, They're expensive right now. And it, it seems like crazy because virtual reality was the thing when I was like eleven. Like you know, yeah. like they were they had headsets. Remember that when you were? But they. So it seems weird that it's only coming out now, like eighteen years later. Like we're finally getting a piece of this, which they should have. I feel like this is the technology should have been there for a while. Yeah, I don't think they ever like had it concrete, like a, yeah. a good system. I always remember Arzon or some kind of. I had this one headset where it was like a little screen that came down. Uh-huh. It was just red. I remember that. It was just like little red icons and stuff, and you could shoot. And well, um, I'm not. It's not a. It's not a VR set. That's my number four. Mm-hmm. My number four is is Batman Arkham VR. I did. I saw that. Yeah. Like, come on. When I heard you can be Batman, I'm like, I'm for it. Like, let's let's go. Like, when can I start playing this? Like, I want it now. I want to be the Batman. And that's any kid's dream growing up is to be a superhero. And now with VR, we get to experience what that is like. And oh, that, yeah. that to me is amazing. Flying around, fighting, all of it. Is it uh now is it a remake of the other Arkham games or I'm not hundred percent certain. It sounds yeah. like it. I mean, if they're gonna call it Batman Arkham VR, most likely they're playing directly off of that. That's all I was wondering if it's gonna be its own game or if they're kind of I don't know, like kind of remaking Arkham Asylum or one of the Arkham games. Yeah, I didn't do too much research into it, but so far it looks looks cool. Yeah, I, I did see some of it too, but yeah, I didn't do a lot of research. I I wasn't sure, but I did. I just like the idea of that. Like I don't like to get too hyped up on these announcements because then you have to wait forever. Like when people yeah. announce Final Fantasy VII. The remake, I was like, you know, I don't want to even talk about it. Cause yeah, it's going to be a while. It's going to be so long. And that's if it doesn't get canceled or something like that. Some of these games that can announce get canceled years yeah. later. They're going to still show They're gonna still show Batman Arkham VR like next year at, their, at E3. It's coming out soon. Well, the guys, yeah. <laughs> the guy, the guys behind, uh, I forget what studio it was, who made Eco and made uh, 
Shadow of the Colossus, they were making another game called The Last Guardian. And that was announced like five or six years ago, maybe more. And like the game just got announced again like this year. They're kind of like, yeah, we're still working on it. It's like, yeah, but how is it going to come out? Everybody keeps wondering if, it, if it's even going to come out. But they did finally like announce it again. So it's like those are the kind of things that you don't want to get your hopes up because exactly. it might not come out. Oh, well, this is definitely going to come out. It's just a matter of, of when. When, yeah. But that is my that's my number four. Yeah, that that one looks pretty good, and the, f- the whole VR stuff looks promising now. It. I hope. I hope does. it's. I hope it's good though. Of course. You know what I mean, of course, right? I mean, they've, they've been working. Like I said, they've been working on it for so long. It has to be. I remember seeing something about like the reason why VR is so difficult to do is because the frame rates have to be like higher than sixty frames per second in mm-hmm. order for it to be. Um, to look realistic, right? And it, since it's in a headset, it can't be wireless because of the nah. power. like all kinds of crazy. That's stuff. why I'm wondering, like, how long until they like fully perfect it? Um, I'd say I'd say another two years, and we're gonna have really good VR. Well, I don't know. I have no idea the direction of VR. I'm talking out of my ass right now. So, Robert, <laughs> let's okay. go to your number three. Um, go ahead. What is that? All right, my number three is a game. I haven't played one of these games in a long time, but I was pretty excited by just the trailer, like how it looked. And it's the new Battlefield game. Oh, Battlefield and, 1. Yeah, and it's going to take place during World War One, which is interesting because there aren't a lot of World War One games. Uh, World War Two is like the huge one. Oh, yeah. Everybody always want to fight Nazis and stuff like that. Like that's the huge one. Hitler, the bad guy, get to him. But World War One is an interesting one because World War One had a lot of like, like old like the weapons then were not, not as high caliber like as World War Two. There weren't a lot of like there was a lot of gas like just gassing you know um, like ditches and bunkers and stuff, and and then they showed horses like in the trailer, and that's interesting too. Like you're gonna be able to ride horses, which is gonna be. Like I don't know how that's gonna play into it because like there still are tanks and planes yeah. and stuff, but like I don't know, maybe the horse. Well, World War One was an interesting war. Um, I've done I've done a little bit of research on this because uh, in, yeah. in World War One we were really experimenting. We just got out of the phase of you know dressing up in bright red suits oh, yeah. and marching down a field. This is the first time we've actually had a war where. We're learning about new tactics. You oh, know? dude, they were pouring gas into bunkers, just trying to kill people that way. Like they were trying anything, anything. It was, it was experimenting, and, and um, World War One had a lot of interesting weapons too. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like I'm excited to see what. That's what I want to see because Battlefield's like a like a really good, just multiplayer game, and it'll be interesting to see like the weapons they bring to it and the the plane fights looked really awesome, and like they had huge blimps. And it reminds me of like uh, what was that that movie Flyboys or something with uh, James Franco where he's mm-hmm. like running on a blimp and like showing the huge blimps and like the dog fights like above it was. What was I like awesome. about it is it it makes me feel like I'm in an old school Battlefield game like Battlefield 1942, which was a good I do remember whole that thing one. yeah because those games were those games were epic like yeah. that's what I remember Battlefield being and it was just something fun that you just jumped in you know and and had a good time instead of the way it feels now because you know Call of Duty ish you know like. Yeah, and like I, I haven't plays. I haven't really gotten into multiplayer games too much recently. I've been playing a lot of single player games. Um, I kind of got out of multiplayer games like five years ago, and it kind of sucks because there are some good ones out there. 
it's just I don't know. I'm looking for something to spark my interest again, and this one actually looks like it. It's something different. So I definitely, I definitely will be purchasing it. There's no doubt about that. But I want to make a quick little, little plug mm. since we're talking about World War One, and not many people know a lot about World War One. <laughs> You're gonna make a plug for World War One? No. <laughs> hashtag WW One. Hashtag One. No, there is a YouTube channel. It's called The Great War. That's the name of the channel, The Great War. They're doing every week a video. And it's what happened 100 years ago today in World War One Because World War One started about uh, 102 years ago. Yeah, it was they've been, they've been This channel's been out for like a year, year and a half mm. now. So mm. ever since the start of the World War One 100 years ago, every week they, they do what happened 100 years ago today in, in the war. Wow. Um, they've been doing it for a while. The videos are amazing. They're short. They're very informative. I don't think the United States has still joined the war yet. I think I just checked, no. Like, that's recently. not till later. Yeah, yeah, because that war was a very long war, and it, they didn't. United States kind of, I think, joined in the like last <laughs> like maybe year or two of the uh, war. Yeah, they kind of just came in. Like Eddie Izzard has like that joke where America just kind of shows up at the end. Like, hey, hey, we'll come in here. Yay, we win! <laughs> like <laughs> they just kind of joined after like just all this destruction already happened. Uh, you so know, you know who knows? We're but, smart about it. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to that game. So Battlefield One, actually, yes, very much looking forward to that as well. Mm-hmm. It's one of my honorable mentions. Um, all right, let's go to my number three, which mm, this one was tough, but because I had to pick between one of the Xbox announcements, mm. and it's going to be the Xbox Play Anywhere cross-platform announcement that they had. Okay, what's which that? Which basically is if you buy a Xbox game. You also get the PC Windows 10 version for free. Okay. Which it sounds simple, mm-hmm. but to me that's epic. Especially like coming from, you know, oh, I really love Grand Theft Auto Five, but I also really like to play games on my computer as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go buy it again on my PC. You know, um, except I never did that. I was always a cheap bastard, and I said, you know what, I'm just gonna buy it on one and not, yeah, not anything else. Yeah. Well, this is great. This is great. Buying a game, it's so simple. You know, you have, uh, what is it, Blu-rays. You buy a Blu-ray movie, and then you get the digital copy. You get this copy. Oh, you get so many, yeah. Um, DVD. You even get a DVD sometimes. Now a video game is doing that, and that's epic. So you can also enjoy the PC game and play it on a system as well. Yeah, that's that's smart, especially because Microsoft can do that. I mean, they're hooking up with Steam and stuff, so, I mean, why not? Like allow people to play on multiple platforms that are like you're essentially your Microsoft. Let yeah. them play on PC. Let them play on the Xbox. So uh, I mean, I even heard that there's some games now that are gonna start letting PS4 players play with Xbox players, depending on what the game is. Which is, I think and that'll be. Interesting. I think that was one of the announcements that they made with this play anywhere is that it's cross platform as far as online play as well. Yeah, can you play like PC play with the Xbox gamers? Yeah, that they should never do that. But I think that was what they were. They might going towards. I'm not 100 percent certain. You can look it up. There was a bigger. It was of course it was part of a huge announcement with Xbox One S and um, Xbox. What is a Rev Rev Renegade? I don't know. I don't some, know. There's so many names. Some whatever. Who cares? Do you was, think that they shouldn't play together because there's like a distinct advantage well, for like PC gamers? Keyboard and the mouse, keyboard mouse defeats a joystick any day. And it would just it would make the gameplay awful. But you can adjust the sensitivity on like you know, controllers now. That's no. There's no saying. there's no comparison to a mouse point and click. I don't point, know, click man. and kill. 
All right. Anyway, yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's a debate for another time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, that was my number three. Uh, we're gonna go on to number two and one uh, after this short little break. Cool. Commercial time. I know you guys love that shit. Uh, today's podcast has two sponsors. First of all, we are brought to you by Audible.com. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash shark to get your free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial. So, guys, you're going to go there. You're going to get your audiobook download. You're going to listen to any book that you want. Uh, I just read Taurus Season um, by Carl Hassan. 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 However the fuck you say his name. Uh, if you go there, you can download that book and listen to that book. It's a great book, and it's got a lot of little niche Florida kind of uh, stories, and it's actually a good story. The, the main character is a detective. His name is Brian Keys. We did not rip that off because we weren't aware of it. Uh, so audibletrial.com slash shark, uh, promo code shark. You're going to save 10% off your first audiobook download. And we are also brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate, you get collectibles, apparels, and more from your favorite pop culture franchises delivered right to your front door every single month. Uh, a new t-shirt and every crate, figures, comics, stuff for your kitchen, a wide range of exclusive items that you can't get anywhere else from fan favorite franchises like Harry Potter, Marvel Comics, Fallout 4, Star Wars, and so much more. For less than $20 a month, Loot Crate, you can go and geek out with them. Uh, make sure you just go to lootcrate.com slash shark, enter the promo code shark dropper. You're going to get six to eight items that are $20 value, but you're going to get 10% off of that as well. Uh, so it, it's a great value because you get $45 worth of items for only, well, for less than 20 bucks. Once again, that, that, uh, website is lootcrate.com slash shark promo code shark dropper. And we are back. Welcome back. Top five. Uh, we're still counting down our top five E3 announcements for 2016. Um, we've got a couple of good ones coming up, at least in my opinion. I don't know about Robert's list. No minor shit. Um, what I'm, <laughs> yeah, but we'll see. Yeah, I'm just I'm actually really excited because mostly our top five is like there's a lot of repeats, and I haven't heard anything yet. Yet, yet, and I'm and I'm happy about that. But at least our if we do have a repeat, it's in the top two, so you know it's good. There, there might be one repeat. I know well, my number two gonna is gonna not going to be the same. My number one is going to be the same. I already know it. You think so? Of course. I don't know. We'll see. Well, my number two is definitely not your number two or one. Okay. It's because it's it's a it's a weird one. But all right. So my number two, my number two is basically just a, a headline I saw that was "Sea of Thieves will not be an MMO, but a cooperative gaming experience." And what the fuck? Basically, is that? what is Sea of Thieves? The, Sounds like it's a, a game Assassin's coming Creed. out. <laughs> kind of, it actually is kind of like Assassin's Creed Black Flag. It's a pirate game. Uh, basically, sea, sea of Thieves is a new rare title. Not rare as in like you can't find it too often, but rare as, <laughs> as in, in Donkey Kong yeah, Country. Yeah, Donkey Kong, <laughs> uh, Diddy Kong Racing, uh, Banjo Kazooie, Conker's Bad Fur Day, like that. Rare used to be one of my favorite developers. The Perfect Dark. I loved all those games. They were good at doing, I think they're even doing another one called Ukulele, which is going to be like a platformer, uh, kind of like Banjo-Kazooie. Hmm. And anyways, Sea of Thieves is another game by them. It has a very cartoonish kind of look to it, kind of like Banjo-Kazooie. Um, but you play as pirates. And it's basically an open world game with islands and, you know, pirate ships and treasure and all that okay. kind of stuff which is pretty cool i like the art style of it 
And basically, they're saying it's not an MMO. Like, the developer's saying it's not an MMO, but you do play with a lot of people. And he's trying to say and that... for those of us that don't know, it's, it's massive multiplayer online. Right. And he's saying yeah. it's not that. But the way he explains it, and I'm not... I, I, I don't know if I'm going to sum this up right, but he's saying it's not an MMO because it's not like your traditional MMO. Uh, it's more of like you're just playing with people. I don't know. I'm sure you can die in the game, but I don't know if it's going to be the same as like a World of Warcraft or uh, uh, Ever EverQuest, EverQuest, like any of those. I don't know if it's going to be like that. So I'm not sure what he means by it. I tried to read up on it a little bit. He didn't really say, but I am looking forward to Sea of Thieves. And I'm not a big MMO fan, so I'm hoping that maybe him saying that is going to make it better experience for me because it's not going to have those same kind of elements. Maybe there's not like a leveling up system or something. I don't mm-hmm. know what exactly he means. But I'm looking forward to the game. It looks okay. really cool. It's uh, They showed one clip of just these people working together on a pirate ship and you know another pirate ship shows up so they like all run up to the pirate ship they're on like an island so they're like oh shit get on the ship get on the ship so they'll jump on the ship climb up the net and then they like start this like start sailing and the the guy steering the boat can't see because the sail's too big so people have to get up in front and kind of actually have to work together yeah and it's and when the boat gets shot no wonder why it's not gonna be massive multiple i know it's gonna be interesting because it's not gonna be everyone man for themselves but um when the boat was getting shot they were like shooting cannons at each other and spinning around uh it would actually like break holes into the boat and you had to go underneath and water's pouring in and you have to like board up the boat before it sinks, and then it ended up sinking anyway. So like everyone abandoned shit, like they're jumping off the ship. That looks pretty just, cool. It was like okay. pretty fun. It All looks right. like a it looks like a fun game. So I, I I'm looking forward to that game, and the fact that it might not be your traditional MMO makes it more exciting for me personally. Okay. Very awesome. Yeah. All right. I guess I'll move on to my number two. Top two. Um, we I had I talked about this a little bit earlier. But it's the announcement for the PlayStation 4 VR, or the PS, yeah. the, uh, PlayStation VR, PSVR, uh, virtual reality, which it's like, okay, it's a PlayStation VR. So, all right, it's cool. It's not, you know, why is it in top five? Mm-hmm. It's because PlayStation's doing it right. Sony's doing it right. They are, they have a huge title list. They have like oh, 50 yeah. games that they said, including the Batman Arkham mm-hmm. VR. Resident Evil 7 yep. Biohazard will oh, be yeah. on the PlayStation VR. Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I don't like scary games, but I I know that I will play scary games in VR. Oh, my. Because, it's going to be worse. Yes, though. I know. It's gonna be so much I, worse. That's what makes it better. Like, I'm going to be fucking terrified. Yep. And even if you have friends around you, you're still going to be alone. Yeah, you're you alone because you're, you're like, in, a, in a, a helmet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um. But you notice, like a lot of these VRs, they just don't have they don't have good titles, and it's like, why am I going to pay you know six hundred dollars for it? Well, a lot of them device. are just like kind of like these indie developers. I think creating these yeah. games just to test it out. Mm-hmm. But now that they have been testing it out, like you said, they're kind of you know they're kind of making better games for it and actually having better <clears throat> graphics. So like yeah, it, yeah some of the titles, titles like okay, the, in any three there was one. It was the Star Trek, um, the Star Trek. Enterprise Bridge, mm-hmm. right? And it was VR. The graphics are fucking awful. Yeah, there's a lot of games. Absolutely like that. terrible. It looks like a, a 90s, like an EverQuest type game that they just made up. And it's like, oh, you're in the bridge. And it's like, no, this is this is shit. Right. Um, but with the PlayStation VR, I mean, with um, there's there's some other games on there, like some really big titles. 
But just the Resident Evil and the Batman VR enough for me to be like, all right, I'm on board. Mm-hmm. I have a PlayStation. Let's let's do this. And it's um, four hundred dollars, which I think is pretty reasonable for a VR. It's not bad headset. Um, in my personal opinion, I think VR shouldn't be more than two hundred. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I what the fuck do I know? I don't know anything about making a, anything like that. Um, yeah, I, I just don't think a VR headset should cost as much as a system, especially when the titles are so low. Yeah, I think you got to start building up. A, I mean, I guess that's what they're doing now, but you have to have better titles if you want to sell a system for that much. Yeah, or not even a system, the headset, the VR, basically. I mean, that's. I mean, titles sell game. I mean, t- or titles sell systems. Yes. So, you kind of need that, especially with the yeah. VR. I think VRs are made for scary games. Well, I think like you think of like the Xbox Connect. <clears throat> they never really had titles for that, and it didn't really pan out uh, well, except yeah. for just saying Xbox turn on or whatever. Did you see the new Resident Evil Seven like some footage? Yeah. Oh, I mean, man. are looks, we gonna get? It looks great. Are we gonna get to our number ones? Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's, that's right. I. I... <laughs> <laughs> Looked into Robert's eyes like, uh, are we gonna? F- yeah. Might as well stop, just go to number one. Stop talking. Let's just go asshole. to number one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Robert, you're number one. Uh... My number one is Resident Evil Seven. Oh, okay, <laughs> such a surprise. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I love the Resident Evil series, and like I said, you know, I do horror play, which is on the Shark Dropper Network, where like me and three other Shark Dropper fellows rate and review horror games, and. We've done a couple of Resident Evil games so far, and I've played most of the Resident Evil games, and I love them all. There's some that are, like aren't that great, but I just I love I love the universe that it created. I love like just mm-hmm. the storylines. Sometimes are just very hokey and very like B movie ish, but I I kind of like that, and I kind of fell in love with just how how they Absolutely. turned out. Um, but Resident Evil Four took this took the series into a different direction. Yes. And then 5 and 6 kind of followed suit. They became more action-y. Yeah, and I hated that. Right, and a lot of people didn't. I mean, I still liked the games, but they weren't, to me, Resident Evil games. I'm shaking my head in disapproval. Yeah. I, exactly. They're not Resident Evil games. Don't call them. I, I know I mean, they, they need to call them Resident Evil to make the money. Right, know? right, I mean, they still but, had the same characters, and they did have somewhat zombies. I, I don't know. They infected instead of zombies, but... I don't know. I get what they were doing. They wanted to try something different, and it worked out. A lot of people love Resident Evil Four. Like I get that. I liked. I liked Resident Evil Four. I liked Resident Evil Five. Never. I didn't play Six. That was the only one I didn't play. And I was kind of because when Six came out, I was kind of let down again. It was like more of the actiony feeling. I didn't want that. So Resident Evil Seven, it gets announced, and it's got the VR, and they show a trailer for it, and it takes place. The trailer's all in this house, pretty much. Imagine. To yeah, say. I mean that pretty much, <laughs> and that's. You know, that's taking it back old school oh, yeah. where that's hasn't been the case for many games. Yep. So graphics are amazing. Graphics look really good and it's very scary. Like it just looks creepy and I'm looking forward to that. I oh, think that's gonna yeah. be awesome. Absolutely. I, I saw the graphics and I and you know, once I heard it was announced with VR, I knew instantly this was gonna be the first horror game that I'm gonna play on a VR. And I don't play horror games. Do you think you'll be able to get through it? Nope. Yeah. Nope. I, I don't do not at all. But I'm I'm still gonna do it. To me, I love horror. Like I love horror the horror genre. And I I can watch horror movies all day. But horror games are so much harder for me to get through than horror movies. You're because in them. You're and in now them. You're you re- really Yeah, will now you're really be in them. <laughs> and I've 
I've watched like IGN has had like VR where they've they've had like their staff and crew like play VR horror games like Outlast or or maybe not Outlast. So it was there's one game that they were playing, and it was just like. Oh, the pop-up scares are so much more intense when you're, <laughs> when you're wearing a helmet and just you hear noises behind you and you turn around. There's just a face there. I mean, that oh, is just God. creepy. So, like, can you imagine Resident Evil 7? That's that's going to be nope. intense, especially really if good. they go the creepy route. I'll probably buy it just to see other people's reaction. Yeah, let other people play it and then test Laugh it out. Laugh at them. Yeah. Oh, man. That's, then... But, yeah, that's my number one. I love Resident <laughs> Evil. I love the idea of it being in VR. I'm hoping it's just good. I'm hoping it's just not a letdown because sometimes these big games that I'm excited for sometimes are a letdown. So I'm not getting my hopes up too much, but that is still my number one for okay. E3 this year. Awesome. Well, good number one. Um, my number one, I cannot believe it didn't make your list. I I simply can't. Like this is this is one of the biggest announcements. Not only that, it was one of the biggest games at E3. Mm-hmm. Everybody's been talking oh, I know about what you're it. Saying. I think, but go ahead. Yeah, I, I know you know what I'm going to say. Um, it is Zelda. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. Why not? The Breath of the Wild. Yeah. It's an open world Zelda. This is... But this wasn't is... essentially Ocarina of Time open world? Oh, my world? God. What? I, no, Ocarina of Time... You know what? Actually, and, yeah. Ocarina of Time was Link kind of... The, of Link to the Past were kind, kind of, of open, open Kind of open Kind of. This is real open world. It is. Yeah, I, I get that. Like, That's absolutely. Cool. Um, you, I saw like videos of him snowboarding with his shield, like putting his shield oh, down, like, really snowboarding awesome. down. Um, just the things that the things that you're capable of doing and how open it is. They they even said like you can face the ending, the final boss, mm-hmm. like right away in the game. Like you could just run right to him. Right. You just can't win, you know. Right, like, right. but it really is truly open world. Like, hey, here you go, have fun, go do whatever you want, hmm. you know. And it's difficult. And I saw people people like dying a lot. In a Zelda game, like right. not just not you know, oh, let's go to this dungeon and that one, like actually doing it. And the, what I saw from the gameplay, you want to explore everything. You want to explore every cave. Hmm. Um, you actually have loot, like swords that you know um, that you can upgrade. That you can get better ones. You can they uh, what do you call that? They wear and tear as you like use yeah. them and all that kind of stuff. So it it looks it looks awesome. And it's Zelda, and it's close, near and dear to our hearts. Ever since you know we're growing up with a link to the past, and that's the thing is, to me, I know everybody loves Ocarina of Time. A link to the past is actually my favorite Zelda. Um, I I even played the ones on DS. I've played a lot of Zelda games. I haven't beaten all of them. I never Twilight Princess came out for GameCube and Wii. That was a good one. And I never really played that one though. And I never really played Skyward Sword, which came out for the Wii also. So I've kind of been out of the loop for Zelda. But that's the thing, though. That's that's. I think that's why Nintendo's actually doing something like this. Because Zelda's still a great franchise. All those games are good. They're all good, yeah. But they're I've all kind of the, you know, the it's, it's similar. They're just better graphics, a little bit different gameplay. I mean, that's kind of how This Mario is different. Is this is, like, different. And it's going to be for the NXT, the new Nintendo system, which we know nothing about yet. Right. So... I mean, I'm I'm for it. I'm gonna download it. I will not buy a Wii U for it though. I don't care. Right. Yeah. I won't do it. If you come out with this game before the NXT comes out, I'm sorry, I'm not doing it. I will wait. I'll watch. They might release play. it for both. I mean, they're gonna release them for both. But they will release them for both. But I believe that they're gonna release release it for the Wii U first, and then the NXT Probably. will come out, and then it'll be a release title for that, and then that's when I'll buy it. So Nintendo, don't 
Don't do that. Stop being a bunch of douchebags. They did that for Twilight Princess. And if you're going to make a new console, Nintendo, if you're listening, you know, the Nintendo, it's like E3, like that one guy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just... Can we at least have a fucking DVD player? Can just give us a console? Yeah, I don't get that. For fuck's sake, just give us a console with good graphics and a decent, you know, a joystick or you know, you know a gamepad. I heard Nintendo does that on purpose. They they purposely use older technology. I don't know if it's the older technology. Well, the thing is, it um, is. They, they they made an announcement, and it's like a lot of people groaned saying. like crazy because yeah. they're like, Where, the next NXT is going to be gaming like never before," and it's like, no. Stop! Yeah, just we don't want that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look at what you did with the Wii U. Like, stop that. The Wii was great. Right. The Wii was the Wii was new with the remote. You know, right. But the Wii U did not. That was do great. Much. Well, first of all, you call it a Wii. What the hell? Yeah, I don't get that. What the hell is that all about? It's a Wii U. If and you call it, wasn't call it a, you called it a Wii, and basically every mom and dad out there is like, "Well, we already have a Wii yeah. for our children. We're not going to buy another Wii system for them." And then it cost, you know, $400 And they didn't release enough stuff for it. There wasn't yeah, enough there was, games. it was like, uh, you know, if they, I think if they would have named it differently, maybe released a couple more, you know, better titles. They should have had maybe. better titles coming out when it came out. They only really had Smash Brothers, I think, but, was like their big selling one. But but they failed big time. They lost a lot of money on that. They know it. They so they're now the NXT, they really have to make up for it. But they do this. N64, amazing mm. console. GameCube, it was good. It was all right. Was all right. Wii. Blew Good. it out the water. Like they made, it made more money than any oh, console yeah. of its time. The Wii U, eh, so much, and yeah. now we got NXT, and they so said it's going to be different. So I'm hopeful. I'm a, yeah. I mean, hopefully, hopefully it's good. I I always root for Nintendo. I just feel like they've made a few missteps recently, and a few missteps. The Wii U doesn't play a DVD, dude. That to me just infuriates me. Yeah. How could you? This that, but uh, that's what I'm saying is they don't Blu-ray use player in that shit. They don't use that's the thing is they do that on purpose so they can keep the price lower. They don't put a DVD in there. They don't put a Blu-ray player in there. Except they, that the Wii U is is the same price the, as a I know as an Xbox One S, but an Xbox S One. Yeah. Oh, which by the way we didn't mention that's an honorable mention. The Xbox S One. That's what I was gonna say. The new a- systems that they're talking S. about. Yeah, the new systems. Uh, also wanted if we're gonna do honorable mentions, I'm also gonna say Halo Wars Two, even though. Halo Wars kind of got eh. a lot of, eh. you know, it wasn't that great. I still, I kind of want to see what Halo Wars Two is going to be like. I, I, I enjoyed it. It's not the best game, eh. but uh, that new Zelda, I did put that. Um, I put that was good. Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, Friday the Thirteenth. That for that nice. I, I love it. Yeah, you, you could play either Jason. You know, Jason or the camp or counselors. exactly or yeah. the people hiding that I was like ooh that's kind of cool I also put Pokemon Go which is that oh, I didn't even hear about that it's just basically it's like for your phone or whatever and you can catch Pokemon just out in the wild like it's, it's, it's interesting I don't know okay. I, okay. it's been in beta for a long time like in other countries but they're bringing it here so I don't know it seems interesting okay. there's a lot of other games We Happy Few seemed oh yeah seems pretty decent uh, seen a few trailers for that yeah it's a it's kind of like a, it's a Fallout it's kind of like Bioshock oh, that's right it's a Bioshock kind of feel mm. to it and every, you're kind of like everybody's happy with everybody's like, I guess it, it takes place like the Nazis won the war. Something like and that. And they're yeah. giving everybody drugs to make them, you know, I don't know. It's, yeah. It's kind of cool. Um, that's, I guess that's it for honorable mentions. Yeah. I oh, don't really Oh, my God. Know. How did I forget this one? No. Watch on. Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. Spider-Man, Spider-Man for the PS4. It's that exclusive, looks, right? It's exclusive for yeah. the PS4. 
looks amazing. Oh my god, the graphics. Yeah. I saw the World Trade Center, the Tower One, you know? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, it looks it looks so good. good. Looks so good. Like, yeah. I'm excited for that. Yeah, that that game looked pretty awesome too. Yeah. I mean, there's some decent games this year. I mean, I'm looking forward to. Uh depending on when they come out. They might some of them might get delayed, but uh we'll see. But yeah. I uh the VR stuff is definitely big, so I'm looking forward to Can't that. Can't wait. Can't wait, and then I can't wait till they make it so you don't look like a retard when you're wearing it. Yeah, that I think that might be a while. Yeah, <laughs> but like a little like a little treadmill underneath you, you know, and then you could like move around too. They do. Have I saw that. a video of like a girl running into a wall with her oh boyfriend's VR set. She's like ran away from a monster. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be like the Wii, like bowling and throwing the Wii remote at the TV. Like, uh, hopefully people don't break them. But yeah, oh, you want to do plugs now? Uh, you, I mean, you go ahead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll do them. Uh, all right. Well, I guess that we're we're pretty much wrapping it up now. So I'll, I'm going to do a bunch of plugs. Just uh, SharkDropper.com. You can see all of our podcasts there. Uh, we got you know all of our top five stuff there. Um, all of our fictional Doppel Avenue Hurt, Paralyzed, um, Cop Doctors, End of All Hope, Cop Doctors. Yeah, all, all that stuff's on there. Just go to the website. There's also, if you go to Patreon, there's also a Patreon button on the website. But if you go to Patreon, you can search uh, Shark Dropper Studios. And under that, if you want to donate a dollar a month, we have some people starting to donate now. It's really helping us out with supplies. Uh, We need a lot of supplies, podcasting, especially with the fictional podcasts we do. Um, Yeah, we just, we, it just helps us out. Dollar a month, that's $12 a year that you could help us out. Just like, and we put out so much free content for you guys. And uh, we're just going to keep doing that. We're going to keep pushing. We're trying to get more and more of these top fives out. So we're going to keep doing that too. And then if you want to rate and review us, that'll help us out too. Uh, You can rate and review us on uh, iTunes, rate and review all of our podcasts. That would be awesome. But if you can't, then just do top fives since you're listening to that. Any support that you guys have for us is is amazing. I mean, we do this kind of like out of our garage, literally, mm-hmm. like out yeah. of the, out of the garage. Pretty much, yeah. Um, have a little studio set up just for you guys, just for entertainment. I mean, that's that's really what it's for, just creating content and and giving it out. And I want to give a shout out because um, I didn't do it last week mm. and I felt awful. Yeah, Kyle Appleyard. <laughs> oh yeah, the star of Doppel Avenue Hurts. Yeah. Um, he's he takes time out of his day. You know, he works a 40-hour work week, and then he still edits. He still records. He does so much work for this podcast. And Well, he uh, edits Top 5. He edits Sharp Dropper yeah. for us. So, yeah, definitely. And um, I also want to say, because he's probably going to put an ad in this. You probably already listened to it already, but Loot Crate. So, definitely, if you want to uh, check out Loot Crate, that'll help us out if you use the promo code SHARK. So, uh, definitely do that, because Loot Crate... You know, they Loot Crate's great. Like, if you like kind of like those nerdy box sets and stuff, like what you get surprises Who each month like is a different uh, theme. So definitely check that stuff out. Um, yeah, I mean, just and you get stuff. It's not like you're just donating for no reason. No, you're like Patreon. Stuff. You kind of donate for no reason. Right. If, I mean, in a way. I mean, you're it's getting for, bonus it's for content, content that we do, but, but Patreon's cool because it's so cheap. It's like a dollar, two dollars. You know, like and it, and it helps out somebody. But Lucre, you actually get something back, and it helps us. Yeah. So it's awesome. Yeah. Why not? And then if you want to contact us, you can go to SharkDropper.com. Uh, we have a contact page. If you want to suggest any top fives, we've had some people do that, too. So um, And yeah. we take your ideas, absolutely. Oh, Because we're always looking for new ideas. Yeah, definitely. And uh, we, we also 
sometimes do Twitter. If you follow us on Twitter at Shark Dropper, uh, we do different um, like categories, and we'll pick four categories and have people vote on what they want to, uh, you know, want want to see as the next top five topic. So, yeah, just anything. Just check out. Just go to SharkDropper.com. You can see everything there. Awesome. Yep. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to another top five. Uh, we have more coming up. I believe we're gonna do what's what's uh, top five movie endings. Yeah, top five movie endings. Yeah. Will be the next one, which is gonna be pretty awesome. We're gonna have a special guest on there. Um, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Take it easy, guys. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.